0: Hi friends, welcome to The Vegan Struggle. My name is Jessie, and I am the host of The Vegan Struggle. So The Vegan Struggle is a podcast that focuses on, well, veganism and the many different aspects surrounding the lifestyle, while also recognizing that veganism isn't a walk in the park, that it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter perfect thing, and that anyone can be vegan and genuinely enjoy The lifestyle. So thank you so much for tuning in. Wow, this is insane. So I've always wanted to start a podcast and the fact that it's becoming a reality is literally crazy to me. So first and foremost, um, thank you for tuning in and listening to me ramble on about one of my passions. It really means a lot. Um, So thank you. And with that, let's just jump right in. So allow me to introduce myself. My name is Jessie, and I'm a 23-year-old vegan from Asheville, North Carolina, woohoo! I'm relocating to Seattle, Washington, so I won't be here for long, but anyway. (laughs) So I love to read, I love to write, and I love to obsess over Halloween, horror movies, and Harry Potter, the three H's in my life. So, although this podcast is not about my obsessions over Harry Potter or Halloween, um, I'm planning some things (laughs) that kind of incorporate the vegan struggle within the Halloween spirit or the Harry Potter spirit. So, I'm going to kind of give you it in a nutshell because it's pretty long and it's like I said very complex and I actually want to share my whole entire story on the next podcast um, because I want to hear about your stories too but you can hear more about that at the end of this podcast so stay tuned. So before becoming a full vegan I was actually a vegetarian for about two years um, give or take a few consecutive months where I actually successfully went vegan and then felt miserably because I couldn't resist a delicious looking cake or I couldn't resist like a grilled cheese sandwich or something. I know that during the Christmas season, that was always the hardest for me because I loved, loved, loved eating all the food that my family would make. And, you know, I just kind of, it wasn't me feeling bad. It was me being very tempted. And so I remember this one time when I was on this straight vegan streak And My grandma was making her famous hammy biscuits, and I know that this is all over Pinterest I've literally seen it, but when I was little I had no idea that anybody else made these like rolls and They are so good and it's like just plain rolls and she cuts them in half puts ham cheese And then on them and then she puts them in a glass pan to put in the oven but before she puts it in the oven she melts butter and she sautés onions and she puts poppy seeds in a little mix and then she pours that on top of the biscuit i really wanted one one christmas and she knew that i didn't eat meat but at the time i was also not eating dairy but i didn't really tell my family much about that um and so she made me just ones with cheese on them and i tell you i ate about oh my goodness like at least six or seven of those things. Like, <laughs> anyway, going vegetarian was a breeze for me. Um, meat was the easiest thing for me to give up. I went vegetarian for the animals and I went vegetarian for my health, and I never looked back. And I just find that so fascinating as to why it was so easy for me to give up meat. But when it came to dairy and cheese and just all these desserts full of milk and eggs, it was a completely different story. And so that really intrigues me as to, you know, why that is. But a part of me kind of realizes that it is a mentality that you have to have. And whatever mentality you have as far as going vegan, vegetarian, whatever, you know, you make that a reality, basically. And uh, as cheesy as that sounds, don't you? Okay. (laughs) As cheesy as that sounds, I know that um, not everybody's story is the same. And so, in my case, my bumpy relationship was with dairy. Um, Eggs, not so much. Honestly, I don't really give eggs you know, the time of day, it really didn't matter to me about eggs. If I'm being honest, it's, I, even when I was younger, I, I didn't really like eggs in the first place. Um, I know for a fact before I even went vegetarian, I hated fish. Like I could not eat fish. Like it was disgusting to me. And so I didn't eat fish anyway. And I barely ate eggs. If I ate eggs, it was in a dessert or something, but it was the dairy aspect that really, really, really was hard for me to give up. And so After being vegetarian for about a year, um, I decided that, okay, my stomach is hurting a lot. (laughs) I knew that I could not handle the dairy anymore. I knew that for my health, I really had to do something different. And one thing that actually stuck out to me was during a time in my life when I was really, really, really struggling with temptation by dairy. And I know that sounds crazy, but... I worked in a job with kids. And so during this job, the kids every day would have snack time in the morning, which was, we call it breakfast, but it was considered snack time. They had their lunch. And then when they woke up from their nap, they had their second snack. And so I kid you not, every single meal had dairy in it. And so it would be like breakfast time and I would be so hungry and just like, They would come over to our room and bring the breakfast for the kids and it would be like bagels and cream cheese or it would be like raisin toast with butter and it would just have all these like dairy aspects to it and I just remember like giving in so many times because of how hungry I was and how desperate I was to get my dairy fix you could say and so that was kind of the time in my life when I picked up this cookbook that I actually got for Christmas that I really didn't, I looked at it at first, but I really didn't look at it in depth. But when I did, I looked at the front of the book for like the intro and the details and found something that really, really scared me. And if you know me, <laughs> you know that I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. I actually used to be so much worse, but it has gotten better. It is not consuming my life like it used to, and I do have a little bit of the hypochondriac tendencies still, but like I said, it's not as bad as it used to be. But anyway, so the book is actually called The How Not to Die Cookbook, and it's by Dr. Michael Greger. And if you are aware of who that is or the doctors in the vegan community, you would know that he's actually a very popular doctor, um, alongside of McDougal, of course, and a few others. But as I opened the beginning of this book, when I picked it up, I realized that he had a list of all of the diseases and cancers and just everything that kind of encapsulate what humans go through. And so I saw at the beginning where he had the different diseases and cancers listed out and the foods that caused them to develop. I just looked at these and realized that all the dairy that I consumed was linked to the diseases and cancers that scared me the most. So that was kind of my breaking point, and I finally told myself that I was no longer associating myself with dairy. Now, one problem that I face with others is the fact that they want to blind themselves to the hard realities of the meat and dairy industry, and as passionate as I was about animals, I found myself being kind of a hypocrite when it came to this because I was so passionate about not eating meat. Others would tell me they could never do it or that it was going to be hard or they could never give it up, you know. And I would kind of judge them and be like, but why? Why are you not educating yourself? And so I was saying that about others but not realizing myself that I was doing the same thing. It's kind of one of those situations where you don't want to expose yourself to the truth behind the industries because you just don't want to ruin the fun for yourself. That was me with dairy because I educated myself with the meat industry but would hide from the harsh facts about the dairy industry because I enjoyed dairy so much, selfishly. So I watched Forks Over Knives, forcibly, of course, but I did it and I educated myself more about the diseases and cancer that are actually leaked to dairy. And I went fully vegan November 2017. So needless to say I'm no professional, I have almost a year of veganism under my belt and I have a long way to go and more to learn. <laughs> but this is why I wanted to start this podcast because I know that I'm not alone in this vegan struggle. Alright, so let me tell you a little bit about what the podcast is going to consist of. So, you learned a little bit about who I am as far as my vegan story. And now let's talk about the vegan struggle. So, it's called a vegan struggle purely for the fact that veganism is indeed a struggle at times. I just kept on seeing these perfect vegan Instagrams and vegan YouTubes and vegan blogs where they ate all the plants. (laughs) Their food looked so perfect and I always felt like I was doing veganism wrong. I would literally be sitting on the couch scrolling through these yummy plant-based smoothie bowls and Buddha bowls and eating Oreos. (laughs) Yes, Oreos are vegan by the way, side note. Um, (laughs) This is also a podcast for not only the struggle with food, but also the struggle that comes behind being a vegan when it comes to our family, our friends, the general public, whoever else. So I wanted to create a place where we could talk about our passion for veganism and share the struggles we have together. So I always find when I talk to other vegans about my situation or my problems within this lifestyle that I receive some of the best support and it truly, truly, truly makes this lifestyle worthwhile. So we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics within this podcast. The vegan struggle is going to be very broad in a sense. So some of the topics that we're going to talk about is everything that kind of encapsulates the veganism lifestyle, the struggles, the triumphs, and the and just fun you know all the fun things about it because it is so fun and so rewarding so some of the topics may include how you can truly give up dairy like when when you're craving it so bad how do we give it up or what to say to people when they just don't get it when they think that veganism is the weirdest thing ever and like you heard becoming vegan was actually very difficult for me and I talk to so many people who tell me how they could never, ever be a vegan, how cheese is life, bacon is too good to give up, or how they cannot live without Chick-fil-A. Yes, I said it. Chick-fil-A, y'all. <laughs> wow, I said y'all. <laughs> I'm going to fit in really well in Seattle. <laughs> I've already had a few people tell me like how funny it is that I say y'all or all y'all or at how Southern my accent is sometimes. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that is another note. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) So I was one of those people actually. And I now want to prove that anybody can be a vegan, even if they are struggling, (laughs) hence the name. But if we are being real, I think that veganism is a process and it's also subject to so much error. This is one concept that I did not understand when I first started going vegan, or more specific like I mentioned, dairy free. So, this is what the vegan struggle is, and it is for you guys, it's for our community, especially those who think they could never ever do it, or those who feel like they have failed at being a vegan, which I'm here to tell you, you have not failed. It is the effort that truly counts. So no matter what you're doing, whether you're a vegan, a vegetarian, an ovo-vegetarian, a pescatarian, whatever-tarian you may be, you are giving up something that is deemed normal in our society. And you're making such a difference. You're making a difference in not only your life or the animal's lives, our Earth's life, but you're making a difference in everybody's life. And so that is what the vegan struggle is. You know, I want a place where we all can just come together, struggle together, love each other, and just empower ourselves through this awesome, rewarding, beautiful lifestyle. And so with that being said, that's all I've got for my first podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. It really means a lot to me, you guys. And so, the next podcast is going to be coming out a little later, so I want to go ahead and tell you guys a little bit of a life update, even though we just met, but that's okay. So, I'm actually getting married in October. Um, The end of October is when I'm getting married, and after I get married, I am picking up all my stuff and just moving across the country to Seattle, Washington. So... I will not be coming out with my second podcast until about two weeks from now just because I want to give myself a lot of time to produce you the best podcast possible and I just don't want to pump out horrible quality podcasts to you. I want to give you the best quality podcast that I can give and so I am going to be giving you the next podcast in two weeks and so this kind of gives me time though for this Segment that I want to have in my next podcast where I'm sharing my story, but I want to share your story too. So, if you're interested in being featured on the next Vegan Struggle podcast, you can DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email, whatever you want to do, of a paragraph long of like your vegan struggle or your vegan story in a nutshell. I want to know it. I'll give you a shout out. So, just DM me or email me with your story slash struggles. And that's all I've got. So thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to talk with you guys and get to know you and to produce more awesome podcasts. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time.